Hey, husband. Yes, wife. What do you call an old snowman? What do you call an old snowman, wife? Water. Wow. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Random's Thoughts. I'm Husband. And I'm Wife. And we're back to talk to you about Lightseekers, because, Wife, we got some additional spoilers. We did. We got lots of good news from these spoilers, um, and lots of fun cards to talk about. Well, definitely fun cards. What makes you say it's good news? Would it be bad news if they were spoilers? Uh, Well, I'm just talking about how a particular love of mine got a promotion, but we'll talk about that later. Well, that that is true. Well, I don't know. I mean, you didn't really play that hero. No, I just liked him. Like, as a character. I was going to say, it is... Continuing liking him as a character. That particular character, and we'll get into it momentarily, uh, has actually been played a fair amount locally. Maybe yeah. not recently, but definitely this time, around this time last year, as we were prepping for uh, various events and then ultimately nationals, uh, Jolty, just to not beat around the bush at all, uh, yeah, did, did as everybody probably surmised by this point, by the time this goes live, uh, Jolty did get a promotion, and like I said, he was a, a relatively popular hero. I'm not sure. I do appreciate, like, in story that they are continuing with the same characters. Like, that's kind of cool to me. I'm not sure, A, why Jolty, and B, well, we'll get into whether I'd actually run this Jolty over the other one, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Soon. So, overall, I'm I'm anxious to see what the spoiler methodology is going to be. So, they they did the initial, I guess, Kreeble batch, because virtually every card that we talked about last time had to do with Kreebles. Mm-hmm. This time around, it's a little bit different. We'll see if we can surmise the theme. By the time this goes live, maybe the remainder of that cycle will have been revealed, and therefore this whole s- speculation is kind of like a sealed envelope time capsule thing. True. Uh, we'll have to see. I don't know. I'm, I, again, just like we talked about last time, I'm very curious to see how the families in particular play out, because I like those themes in games, and I'm hoping they get a little more support. Yeah. So, wife, you had said offline that you wanted to start with the heroes, correct? I do want to start with the heroes because they're fun. And like I said, Jolty got a promotion. Well, that's good because we're going to start with Jolty. So I was going to do like last time and try and do it in card order number. But for the actions, I'll be honest, I couldn't make out what the numbers were. They're they're really tiny and even zooming in, it got real fuzzy. So whatever, we're just well, we'll, we're gonna that, announce but it. We'll do that later. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll just go in the order we're going in. We don't have that many cards to discuss. So uh, in this case, Commodore or Jolty again, the promotion. Now here's the the one note artwork wise. So it they appear to be sky pirates as opposed to I guess traditional pirates. I mean, why can't they be both? Maybe they come from the skies and land into the seas. Sure. I, I whatever <laughs> i guess uh anyway so it's a 29 health storm hero no superior elements which is a carryover from the other one yeah. the uh 
deranked version, I guess, whatever. De- I don't want to say demoted because it, it just went up. But anyway. Yeah. While you have more buffs in play than your target, reduce your combo costs by one. So basically, this is Fish Singer Ushi. Yeah, this is an interesting version of Ushi that I like. I'm okay with the... I mean, I I loved Ushi with the reducing combo cost by one. Absolutely. Um, I think the, the cost here, though, having more buffs in play... I mean, yes, there are clearly good storm buffs. There are... I don't know if there's a whole lot of non-rotating buffs that I'm real excited to play in storm. Yeah. Um, definitely not in the same vein as our previous Ushi builds. So previously, and wife, you can talk about it, that they were just hyper-aggressive builds. And it was, okay, well, now it's even cheaper to just power out high-damaging combos. This requires an investment. I get it's the fixed Ushi. Uh, Yeah, it's Ushi that's not... I mean, I played Ushi at Nationals. Ushi did really well for me at nationals mainly because people were expecting a different ushi and then i played agro ushi mm-hmm. but i would say that especially with the way the meta seems to be changing with the cards that have come out mm-hmm. um i think this is definitely a fixed version of ushi because well i mean it's a fixed ushi version no matter like, what it, it's ushi with a drawback yeah. Like, if Ushi had stayed, it was ridiculous. This is at least a way to kind of balance it. I don't know I how much I'm... possible. I mean, maybe. Reducing combo costs is, is not insignificant. Uh, again, it's going to depend on what buffs are relevant. Because there, there will, of course, be combos that, if you can reduce their cost by one, you're going to feel great about playing them. Yeah. But this feels like it wants to go in a different direction, whereas the previous builds that we had had for Ushi that were hyper-aggressive that was just, okay, well, this is one less card I have to draw because of the investment you have to make here. I think that immediately pushes it more to a mid-range or control build unless there's aggressive storm buffs that make an appearance because mm-hmm. you're going to need to do that setup. I'm not usually a fan of heroes that have no superior elements at all. Yeah, I think that's the biggest issue with uh, this card is the no superior elements. I'm actually okay with the idea of it, like, you know, trying to build a buff-based deck. I'm okay with that, even if, like, obviously we need to see what buffs come out. But I'm okay with that. Mm. It's the fact that it doesn't have a superior element is the hardest thing for me. Well, the because... of note is it doesn't require a storm buff. It can be any buff, as long as you have more buffs. So hypothetically, and this is, again, not to beat a dead horse, but similar to our previous Ushi builds, those were very heavy in unaligned cards. Yeah, those were very heavy in the gray, but... Now, granted, Umbrot Informant's getting nerfed, Creeble Raid Party isn't even going to be a thing, Frenzy Creeble won't be a thing. I'm sure we're going to get some sort of replacements, hopefully, or maybe this hero kind of rides the pine until you do get those cards yeah um and that is possible i'm hoping that we get some more some more unaligned cards spoiled pretty soon Mm -hmm. um right one because i like playing unaligned cards i think it's fun yeah um but 
hopefully that it can follow on that pattern, like you said, but I'm, I'm still, I'm cautiously optimistic for Commodore Jolji. I have a couple of ideas already starting to form in my head about ways right. to make him work. One thing I, I have to go back. I don't know what species or whatever, uh, Jolti is like the, the fish people, I guess, fish people and light seekers. Aren't they Mari's? Or was that well, Mari Bard? I I don't know. Maybe, uh, but anyway, I know you have the Cora toy because we had gone through a lot of effort to actually get the Cora card. Uh, I love my Cora toy. toy. I'm looking at it right now. Does Does Cora have like really long? I I don't want to call it tendrils, but I get it's supposed to be his ears. Um, yeah, on Korra, it, it looks more like hair, but I could see mm-hmm. how a couple of them are probably ears, and I just I had always assumed they were hair. Like well, it, it. on Jolty, he has an earring, so quite clearly it's supposed to be an ear. <laughs> I don't know yeah. too many hair piercings, but then again, it could I don't be a know, thing. I guess. Uh, I mean, I, was I just used cur- to put, like, shells and stuff in my hair in the summer. Of course you did. It was fun. Of course you did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, so beyond that, I I don't know if there's too much else to say. It's really going to be contingent, and uh, again, not to beat a dead horse, but it's going to be contingent on some of the other things we see because it doesn't specify the storm buff. That gives me a little more hope. Um, but I'm usually I'm trying to think of a storm a buff based storm deck that I I play. I mean, there's there's Nemi the Venomous, but that's not really the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I Yes, there are good storm buffs. There aren't any that are immediately leaping to mind that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's definitely what I run. But maybe there'll be some online things or, you know, if you splash for, via an item for some other order, maybe there's something there. We'll have to see. If anybody out there is listening to this, definitely hit us up with your ideas, especially if you're screaming at your monitor, your radio your phone whatever that you're listening or watching us through yeah let us know uh any other thoughts wife before we move on nope just that i am excited to play him but we all knew that i was going to be excited to play the storm heroes like like that shouldn't be a surprise so the next one up is corodius uh i love his name by the way yeah it although it feels like it's a nature hero name because when i Uh hear corrode i'm thinking like venom or rust or something like that or even a storm hero it just feels weird corrode with i think corrosion and then i think of like erosion yeah (laughs) i mean pretty much i guess if it was erodius it would i don't know anyway so that is erodius on all accounts yes (laughs) anyway (laughs) but um Corodius is a mountain hero, superior in Earth, which immediately catches my attention because personally I've always felt that Earth is the strongest element within the mountain order. Uh, Mm -hmm. No other superior elements, 30 health, and his ability is discard the top card of your deck, heal for two. So initial thoughts, wife, do you like this guy? Do you not like this guy? What do you think him? He's fine. I actually, um, the, over time, I've grown to like this guy. So tell me why you think he's only okay. I don't know. I feel like if I'm discarding a card, I want it to heal for more than two. I would agree. And um, action simply for two healing is not great. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, 
that's the part that I'm thinking is fine. The fact that he's superior Earth, yes, I agree that that's the strongest way to go about it, but he's fine. Yeah, I'm not sure if at the end of the day I'm going to choose him over a different superior Earth hero, but I do think this is unique. So the reason why I bring this up, we don't, I mean, there are a lot of ways to recur things as you've seen with a lot of different combo decks, a lot of different uh, builds that happen to just infinitely recurse different cards out of their discard pile, back into their deck, back into their hand, whatever the case may be. This self-mill mechanic, I'm excited to see if any of the action cards or combos all of a sudden matter. As in, is there going to be a sub-theme of putting this into your discard pile so that it does something else? Yeah. Uh, it, it's difficult to set up to, say, get, uh, not Moonlight Burrower, Starhorn Tusker or uh, Haunting Dreadling or something specifically on top so that you can mill it, get the effect, and then start triggering those cards that do things while they're on the top of your discard. But maybe there's a sub-theme for that from the set. That would be a cool theme if that was a thing. Right. The It's going to be interesting to see if that comes up. There's also, and this is calling to another game, but... For any of you that played Magic way back when, and the, this isn't even way back when for me. It's funny because it was... <laughs> but uh, if you played in the original Muradin block, there was a card called Arc Slogger that was just a body. So it was a creature. If you, I guess you could call it a... or compare it to a buff for this. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. it's a, a guy you play out there that, that gets in there and attacks your opponent. But his ability was you spend a resource deal two damage to something, and then remove from the... So not even mill into your discard pile. It was removed from the game, so you couldn't get... At the time, you could not get them back in any way. The top ten cards of your deck. The And a lot of people assume that was bad. But the difference is, and this is why I'm bringing it up, there's no difference, for the most part, and I'll explain that in a second, there's no difference between you milling that card and that card being literally the last card in your deck. Because you'll never see I mean, them either way. Yes. However, like, I feel in this game it's a lot easier to run out of cards. Well, that's the what I was going to get to. This game doesn't quite that's follow the biggest... usual analog for other games. Where Yeah, so, I mean, if it was Magic, yeah, it's a 60 card it's a 60 card deck this is this is not and i think that's the biggest issue for me yeah it's entirely possible that you feel like yeah Yeah, i feel like my cards matter a lot more in this game than they do i would say in most other games that we play yeah so i'm i'm interested to see if this was an attempt at that sort of thing where it's okay are they trying to combat mill fallacy or is mill fallacy i guess a thing in this game or not Maybe. Uh, I'm I'm curious because the the other thing that wife and I had discussed offline is if if you look at the combo recarving, anybody who's played it can tell you it feels real bad when you hit have to play like an early crystal leech or something. And early being it could be like turn five or six. It's just, you know, you spent the other turns drawing, haven't played anything, nothing's expired out, but your opponent played a buff and it's like I have to deal with that. Yeah. This hypothetically especially when you're only dealing with one thing this could hypothetically fill your discard pile the bottom four cards in order to power up that recarving 
obviously the problem is, is if you hit that crystal leech anyway, now you've really stuck a burn card in there and for very minimal gain. That being said, yeah. at the same time, if you're only running three crystal leeches, then the odds are in your favor that you're not going to mill said burn card. Mm -hmm. So you could build your deck around the idea that you're trying to prep this thing, but maybe it's not worth it. Like you said, two healing for an action is not great. So we'll have to see. Mm -hmm. Any other thoughts on Corodius wife? Um, nope. I, I think he's okay. I'm totally willing to be proven wrong, but right now I'm just thinking he's okay. Well, we shall see. I mean, like I said, I'm not sure I want to necessarily run him over other Earth Superior heroes, but you never know. So to close out our heroes, we have Ilara, who it, there was an interesting factoid that apparently both her shield and her scepter were going to be toys, and they just never became toys originally. Be, those would be fun toys. Uh, so similar to, you know, Crystal Core or Leeching Scimitar, all those other things, and she would have been a character that came out, but because, I guess, the RPG went the way of the Dodo, I, they just never saw the light of day. Especially so, like if her scepter actually glowed, that would be a fun toy. I'm sure it would. So, Elara the card, Astral Hero, 29 health, Superior Lunar. And her ability is, well, it's an ability, rotate one of your action buffs one step forward. If that buff is next to another buff of the same element, you may rotate that buff one step forward as well if the first buff is still in play. So basically, you can't rotate out buff one and then rotate buff two. Yeah. So we've seen a lot of these heroes over the last few sets where it's ability, rotate some number of buffs, or do or rotate them multiple corners, or rotate them in some weird fashion like this where there, there's all kinds of conditions attached. I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of them, and I tried really, really hard to make Chef Ribrox work way back when. Yeah, you did. Like, I really wanted to so play hard. that deck. Um, um, yeah, you did. So, this cascading chain of buff rotation might be a thing. Uh, I'm not super thrilled to do it. I just, I feel like the stars need to align a little bit too much for these especially this one well that's know. kind of that fitting given it's right. astral wife i i get it <laughs> ah. uh, you're so funny um but no like i think everything needs to work out a little too perfectly um i mean i mean maybe it just feels like people can do it i just i don't know it's one thing it never i found out for me one of these things that i found or one of the things that i found when i'm trying to play all these buff rotating heroes is that very rarely do I want to invest the action. So, for example, um, the ones that work, and I there was a, uh, is it Quitu? I don't remember the hero's name. It's the, the Storm one that interacts with animal buffs. Uh, one okay. of the people we know from our local scene, shout out to Scott and Jess, Scott was playing this uh, online. And this is going back a while. But basically, that hero's powers, when you play two animal buffs in the same turn, or two animal cards, I forget what it is, but basically you play two of them, you get to rotate one. Uh, mm -hmm. So the idea is that you play, say, Draga Scorcher, you play Flame Burrower, the hero power trigger goes off, you rotate Draga Scorcher, tag them for six, 
bounce the Draga Scorcher back to your hand. Now, you've only done eight, which is not an insignificant amount, but you've spent two actions to do it. So would you play a card that says, deal, just deal four damage, no extra stuff? Uh, like, I mean... Probably not, right? No, yeah. Not, so the, not if I had my say. So the reason I say that is, at least in this interaction, it bounced the Scorcher back. So, like, you're, air quotes, drawing a card. The, and the whole reason that I'm bringing up the, this entire dissertation is that a lot of the time you're investing these actions to rotate these cards to do things that they would have done anyway, and now you're diluting your action. So instead of spending an action to rotate those two buffs, you could have just drawn a card to have something to play next turn and let that mm -hmm. thing go off naturally. Now, that being said... Of course, there are going to be these weird wombo turns where it's like Sun Plane Charger followed by something else, and then you rotate the Charger. It automatically resets because of the card that's on top of your discard, but it also rotates the one next to it, and you know, blah, blah, blah. Maybe there's something there with the self-restarting buffs, mm -hmm. but it just feels like what you were saying, wife, that you're going to have to put in a lot of effort. You need to set up this really weird scenario to just do like... 10 damage, which is a lot, and, but like how much effort are you putting into it? And did your opponent and how do nothing? Fragile is like, it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like your, how fragile is it compared to what your opponent could be doing? Or and so <laughs> for you StarCraft fans out there, if you ever watched Day Nine, uh, way back when he did a video, he used to do daily videos explaining strategy. And one of them was explaining somebody had written in like with a listener question or he's reviewing a game or something it's like well, what if my opponent does this weird colossus immortal templar zealot carrier uh tempest blah, blah, and he listed off like 30 unit push like how do i deal with that and his answer was <laughs> why didn't you just go kill him like what, what were you doing the whole time just just go kill him and that that's kind of where a lot of these things feel like they're going is that Yes, you could set up this really convoluted scenario, but w what were you and your opponent doing in the interim? Mm -hmm. And why did it get to that yeah. stage? Now, that like, being said, we've seen a lot of really involved combos, including lately, that clearly have the redundancy. So maybe there's something there, but my initial reaction is that's a lot of effort. Yeah, I think it's, and maybe you can get a big reward, but I think it's a lot of effort for a little reward, and I think your opponent's going to try to screw with you. Now, I think it, it's... Relatively no certain that's going to happen. It is notable that it rotates two things, but that... Yeah. That implies that now you've spent three actions. So, action one to play, buff one. Action two to play, buff two. And then action three to actually get them rotated, which, if they're not drawing you cards, or probably healing you, or both, or they... Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's that, wasting a lot of, like, yeah. So waiting, it's wasting a lot of actions if it's not helping you a lot. Now, I get why this power is on this hero is because her scepter actually rotates buffs. I don't know if the shield is a card yet. I don't think um, so. I don't recall seeing it, but it could just be one that I ignored. It's possible. I mean, it wasn't spoiled. Let's put it that way. I mean, it, yeah. it is part of spoiler season. I don't know if maybe it was part of the rift packs or the new starters or whatever. Uh it initially, like I said, seems like it's going to be a lot of work. 
somebody will do something cool somewhere, and then that one time that it works, everybody's going to talk about it. But right now, it feels like... So a lot of the, the really involved combos just immediately win or immediately okay. set up a game state that locks your opponent out of the game or puts you in such a humongous advantageous position that you can't lose or pretty close to it. This is you're going to spend a lot of effort and you're going to do like 10 damage and maybe reset a buff. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I mean, that's fine, but again, but, I mean, well, what we can always see. Instead? Yeah, we can always see though what comes out, and maybe there's something that that is yet unknown that makes this card insane. Yeah, I mean, there, there's and always potential. Yeah, I spent a lot of time, like we said earlier, working on Sheffield Brock, so I I definitely like these effects. I think it's interesting, uh, and there are some notable late corner buffs like Astronomer for. Mm-hmm. Astral, the question is, is it, again, do you really want to invest that kind of effort? We'll have to see. And the the fact that Superior Lunar also throws a wrench in things. True. It, it, like, it feels like they want you to do Skyward Observatory. Well, that wouldn't really make any sense. If Skyward Observatory had one more corner, maybe. Mm-hmm. It, it. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. So that actually are, concludes all all the heroes wife so do you want to move on to the action cards all right well i think we should and i can actually see the numbers if you want me to help you there well we're going to start with baron wood butcher because that's the next well, one that i set up on the that overlay is, <laughs> that is good because that's number 25 okay sweet the other one is 65 okay so baron wood butcher is a dread buff specifically death it's an um a uh, yeah, it's an Umbron. I was about to correct myself and say it's a Creeple, but it's not. No, he's not a pig. He's a big creep. What are Umbrons? They're like bison golem sort of deals? I don't know. I feel like they're supposed to be demons, air quotes. I, I'm not okay. really sure, but they they seem to be bad guys. Let's. They, <laughs> I, I think that's a safe yeah. assumption. I um mean, you know, what is bad? It's all relative. Um, is it, yeah. though? No, they're probably bad guys. Is just, it, though? They are working for the de- undead factions, so. Well, they are the undead faction. True. To some, anyway, the digressions aside. So it's a death buff Umbron, as we just established, Baronwood Butcher. Guy sounds mean. So as this enters play, discard one card. Then the effect is rotation healing and draw two cards. So there's only one corner where you actually get that. It's a third corner. You'll heal four and draw two. Yeah. Have at it, wife, because I, I have thoughts. Um, I mean, if you can get there, I think that's fine. Is it, though? If you can get there. I mean, healing four isn't bad. Uh, drawing two cards isn't bad, is it but though? I don't know if you're gonna get there because no the third, third corner buff is okay. So yeah, bad. third corner, fourth corner buffs have to to really be strong. If this thing, so let's compare it to Covetous Shade, which doesn't I don't think really sees play outside of the undead deck, and even there, I'm I don't even know if I'm playing it anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's X X two two. It deals two damage, then it draws two cards on the last corner. So you have to wait a turn for the card draw, which really is, to me, the most important part of this. If there's, again, 
like we were talking about with Corodius, if there's a way to turn the discard part into a benefit, okay, maybe there's something in there. But if you're waiting to draw two cards, it this is another one where it says, okay, well, I'm going to set up this weird scenario, and what's most likely going to happen is my opponent's just going to go, oh, well, I'll pop it. Yeah. It, it's good that it's on the third corner. Don't get me wrong. That's clearly better than putting the card draw on the fourth corner. But I just... Or even if you heal, like, four is... It's not an insignificant amount of healing, but it's not good enough. I want heal sixes. I want heal sevens. I want more than that. Yeah. Healing four is just okay. And it's is since it's a... You're only going to get that effect once. Although I am kind of eyeballing this for my Asavok deck. Mm-hmm. The the uh, dual astral death hero or dread yeah. hero, the spider lady, because you could reset this. So you play gravity meddler, walk this back a turn, and then heal again and draw two more cards. Maybe there's something there, but it. I'm expecting that you're going to be get getting three for one with this a lot. So you're going to play this. You're going to discard a card. You're going to say go. Your opponent's going to go. Okay, draw two. Then you're going to do your turn, and they're going to go, okay, Crystal Leech, this and your other buff, three for one you. Yeah. And it's like, eh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're, I, I think the fact that you have to discard for it makes it less okay. There are, like we talked about when we were talking about Corodius, there are a bunch of ways to recur things, but there's not a lot of benefit to intentionally pitching things yet. I mean, maybe there could be. Well, and that's yeah. the thing. If there is great, it, it's a, I keep wanting to say Creeble, it's an Umbron. So maybe there's something with Sacrificial Pit because it's an on-faction Umbron card. Mm-hmm. So that that way, so Sacrificial Pit is an undead-oriented card, but it cares about when you play Umbrons. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something there because it is in faction, and so you don't have to go out and go get, say, Umbron Barkeep or something that's neutral, in which case it wouldn't be any good for combos. Yeah, so, this, and that is possible. That's I mean, a positive. I feel like I'm reaching here. I'm like, just really stretching to, to try and make this into something, but I'm not seeing it right now. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you're right. I think the fact that it's in a family and it's also. A faction card helps, mm. but I don't know how much. Yeah, I'm not super excited to run this guy, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So, actually, our last spoiler, because we're recording this a little bit earlier, we didn't quite go the exact seven days, so by the time this goes up, there'll be a couple more that we'll have to talk about, came over the weekend, and this one I'm a little more excited about. I so, like the artwork on this one, just really? throwing that out there. I do. I don't know. Why? He kind of reminds bad, me but... what I always imagined, like, some of the Ents from Lord of the Rings to look like, personally. Like Maybe a, that's why. Just a person, <laughs> basically. Kind of. Like, like, that they... looks more like a tree person than the Ents. Yeah. I, and I think that's I mean, probably it, why. Based on the artwork, it looks like he's wearing overalls. I know. I think that's amusing to me. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So, so the question is: Is the main like bark? Because the beard is green, so it's quite clearly supposed to be leaves. Yeah, and it kind of goes around the back of his head. So, but is that like dead leaves or is that bark? I think it's bark. 
I think it's a bunch of like limbs. So I he's know, rocking like thinking... a Cruella Deville style, like poofy, fluffy. Uh, like I mean, they cloak? kind of look like super awesome dreads. Maybe I guess. Um, I don't know. I I initially thought it was like a a pack, like a pack on his back, but I think you're right. I feel like it's part of him. I can't quite tell. Anyway, it'll be easier once we get the cards in hand. You can look at it real close. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so to the actual card, Bramble Spike Caretaker. It's a nature. Is nature the order? I always mix this up. <laughs> it, it feels uh, dumb, but like, is nature the order? Or what's the tree element? I. It's now you're killing me because I thought it was nature and. I'm looking this up right now while we're live. This is this is a highly professional podcast, folks. I know. I it's for okay. So nature, nature is the order, and forest is the element. It's something like mentally. I just always mix some of these up. Uh, so like tech and mechanical in my head. So (laughs) like tech and mechanical, I always struggle with remembering that tech is the order, but mechanical is the the element and i always mix them up but anyway see that one i get this one it looks like a tree brain to me so in my head i've called it tree brain for a very long time that sounds like a hero name a a little bit yeah hey play fusion if you're listening get me a tree Tree brain brain in the next set (laughs) that would be awesome anyway well mrs bova and i already have a petition for the next one but we'll talk about that another day okay uh shout out to the bovas so anyway the card text, it's a defend card. As we said, it's a forest defend card. Bramble Spike Caretaker, look at the top four cards of your deck. You may move an action buff from among them into play or heal for three. Put the remaining cards back in the same order. Has no families, no extra stuff. I like this card. I do like this card. I, I, I actually do. I really like the fact that you can't, you really can't screw yourself over by using it. So like. What- it, nothing feels worse than like, okay, look at the top four cards. None of them are action buffs or they all just are nothing I want to play right now. At worst, you're healing three. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's kind of nice that you just can't completely screw yourself over. So I'm curious if this will be updated to say valid action buff. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I believe the way it's word is, say you're just a, a regular nature hero, you can just slam a, a fire buff. I, oh. Now, it wouldn't do anything because it would come out dormant because you don't have access to yeah. the element. But if you wanted to set something up or, for example, um, well, I guess it wouldn't really matter there, but I was going to say Bloom and Scorch, you know, you can go get a mm-hmm. fire buff pop his ability to go do something else but you already have access to fire so it wouldn't wouldn't that's not a real good example yeah um other than that i I, mean i do like the idea i think it's pretty cool there are a few different heroes that it's also notably a immediate heal for nature mm -hmm. whereas typically you know stump drift shaman it's a buff yes it heals for one right away but really the the heal you care about is on a later corner this is immediately heal for three. Whether three isn't, as we just discussed, great, but it is something out of the ordinary for this particular yeah. order. And at least, like, I'm still saying at least it does something. Yeah. I actually do like it a lot because it gives you the utility. Uh, 
to go find something. Now, it's only the top four cards, but you can set things up, and it also lets you dance around order restrictions. So, you know, it it's just moving the buff into play, so that means you can bypass whatever you're, you know, they, if it's a soul buff, you know, just to make something up, you can move into play and then play a soul card. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have superior soul. Yeah. Which is, again, notable. I think this card's pretty decent. I'm interested in seeing how it shapes up and what you can do with it. Uh, I don't know if there's a whole lot of things. So I'm looking at, on my other monitor, some of the the mythic heroes. Because to be perfectly honest, that's where my brain always goes whenever we get these spoilers. Okay, well, where could this fit out of faction? Yeah. And does it do anything that those that combination doesn't have access to currently. The ones that actually have forest as an element are Thundervine, Overseer Tuskrage, and Bloom and Scorch. Now, Bloom and Scorch, maybe, like we were talking about, you could do something weird where it's... Because... So here's the thing. You're not... I guess you're technically spending the buff out of hand because you're expending this card, but it it's pulling from another set of resources right out of your deck, so that may provide some advantage there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, again, trying to hypothesize on the fly. Yeah. I'm not real excited to play it in Overseer Tusk Rage because it's kind of a big who cares. Yeah. Which is kind I of mean... how I feel about like every Tusk Rage build, but that's just me. I uh, I keep wanting him to work, and I think it just bothers me that he has like this weird chainsaw gun thing. I don't I don't know what it is. Really, says the guy who plays um oh gosh the Save Carmine game. I can't believe you're gonna mess this up. I am gonna mess I, this up. I can't up. believe you're gonna mess this I, up. I can't believe I'm gonna mess this up either. All right, we'll give you three guesses. Lady, everyone at home screaming at their, their at whatever they're listening to this on. Help wife out. Scream louder. Maybe she'll figure it out. I know the gun is called a lancer. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> the bad guys are called locusts. Yes, you are correct again. <laughs> I know the, that Coltrane don't go woo woo. Coltrane go woo! But I can't remember the name of the game. I'll give you a hint, wife. There's war in the title. Gears of War. Yeah, there you go, everybody. She gets a cookie. No, you don't, because that's embarrassing. That was one of the saddest moments of my life. That's embarrassing. I could tell you everything else about it. We're going to get a divorce. This is is, is grounds for divorce, wife. It it looks like the Lancer. We're going to go to the Catholic Church. We're going to get an annulment, because this is is sad. This, This is really sad. You know what? I'm sleep deprived. Anyway. anyway, back to Lightseeker. Sorry for the <laughs> digression, folks. I don't like it because the Lancer's cool. I don't know what this thing is. Like, it, it looks it's, like it's a buzz saw, but it's trying to be a chainsaw. I don't, I don't know. It's it's chopping through the forest. It's uh like what? Stop! I don't know. No, it's not. I do it like like, like he looks really leaves. cool. Does it though? I don't even know what those are. They look like they look like all green radishes. No, they're definitely leaves moving at a quick clip. Anyway, so back to the card that we're actually supposed to be talking about. The other mythic hero is Thundervine. Now, again, I'm not. 
super excited um, to run it there, although there's the potential that... So Storm Shaman's going away. Because uh, mm-hmm. I was going to say you could fish out a a buff to set it up. So one of the things that I was experimenting with Thundervine before Uprising is Vortex Planes. So it's a, a Storm Shaman essentially only for Elementals, but it's a 1, 2, 3. So it buffs your Elemental damage and healing uh, by the corners 1, 2, and 3. So maybe mm-hmm. you could go get that for right now. It's it. I don't know. I, I like this thing because it lets you search. It lets you go find specific things for whatever you need in that scenario. Like you said, it's good that you won't ever whiff, but I'm assuming when you're building a deck including this card, the vast majority of your stuff is going to be buffs. Yeah. Probably. So you shouldn't ever whiff. But, I mean, I played a lot of Sun Hunter and I've whiffed. It happens. Like, yeah. And the times you do, oh man, it feels awful. It but feels at least, so bad. At least this does, like you said, give you something. Yeah. I don't know. I, de- I definitely like this guy more than the previous card. Uh, I think I like yeah. him more than at least one of the heroes. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm, I think he'll work. I honestly think he'll work. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I, I have to believe that there's something in here because any of those pseudo-tutor effects, whether they're full-fledged tutors or they're pseudo-tutors like this where it's, you know, look at X number of cards, do something, mm-hmm. that it's playable. Now, the the only thing that catches... Well, not the only thing, but one of the things that catches my mind is the fact that they had to add a fail-safe scenario... Tells mm-hmm. me that maybe they tested this and it was hot garbage. That's true. So they said, oh, I... well, this card, like, is awful. Or, like, it, the times that you fail, it's just so bad that they had to have something else. Yeah, I mean, that is possible. I just, I also like the idea of knowing what's coming next, kind of. It is important. Like That information is I like, relevant. I like you know, is it worth me drawing right now or do I want to do something else? Mm-hmm. Um, and having that information is definitely useful. Now, I won't lie to you, I usually forget almost instantly what I just saw, but yeah. <laughs> there is there is a chance that I'll remember one day. That is something that I, I mean, we've talked about it in real life with a number of people that I wish that we could take notes. Yeah. Uh, it's something that, yes, I get the memorization is... Uh, a skill and I'm doing air quotes since wife can't see the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't find it an interesting or compelling skill or a mechanic in games to just go, Hey, do you remember this thing? Yeah. You know, it, it, that happened. I mean, yes, it only would have happened seconds ago or minutes ago, but it, I don't know. It's just not an, an interesting gameplay mechanic to me mm-hmm. to say, to play a game of memory. Yeah, I I like notes, but I'm a dork, so I, I mean, like it, notes in every aspect of my life. At the end of the day, it is what it is. It's not a big deal. But uh, yeah, yeah, it is it is interesting. Th- this specific card, I, I'm looking forward to trying this guy out. I'm not entirely sure off the top of my head where he's going to fit in yet, but 
Mr. Bramble Spike Caretaker, I think, has some potential. I definitely agree there. So that actually concludes all the spoilers at the time of this recording. So we're definitely going to continue doing these. Hit us up with feedback. Let us know what you think we should change, what we should do differently, whether you think we were crazy, you know, whether you think that there's a sleeper here or in any of the other ones. We definitely appreciate any of the feedback. So any other things you wanted to close out with, wife? Nope. I'm excited to see what other spoilers we get coming down the pike. Um, I think we're, we'll probably see a couple more over the next couple days, but like husband said, we had to record a little bit earlier this week, but I'm, I'm excited. I really like Bramble Spike and I'm very, I'm excited for Jolty. Hopefully he got a pay raise with his promotion. (laughs) Well, he's a pirate. So I guess that it's really all self-funded sort of. Kind of. Or he appears to be a pirate. I mean, pirate, privateer, all the same. <laughs> and it depends on your it depends on your perspective, I guess. A <laughs> anyway, so I guess that'll do it for us this time. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Definitely hit us up if uh, you have any feedback or anything, or if you just want to follow us or whatever the case may be. So, I'm husband. I'm wife. And please tune in next time for more random thoughts. Thank you.